All right, the pump continues. Okay, we are at 34,550. We had a glitch yesterday, small glitch. If you go to the one hour chart, you can see it over here. We were at about 35,000 and then we went all the way down to 33,259. But that dip was actually bought up really, really, really quickly. So we're going to talk about what happened in that dip yesterday. We're going to talk about the relevance of what happened and the relevance of the fact that it was bought up so quickly. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about. Then I have another good uh, bit of information for you when you look at the charts. I have a bit of data that shows us that this pump is actually only just beginning. Get that. And then that we could maybe go to 40,000 before the end of uh, October, the end of this month. So we could go to 40,000 and we could be there before the, the end of the month. So information that it is the beginning and that we can get to 40,000 by the end of the month. Then I want to talk about this chart over here because this chart is scaring a lot of people. I'm getting a lot of uh, messages about specifically this chart. And what this chart is, is the Bitcoin dominance chart. And now we're getting into levels that we haven't been in for, I mean, when was the last time that Bitcoin dominance was at 54%? It was April 2021. So we haven't been here for over two and a half years. The question is though, is it a good thing or a bad thing that dominance is actually going up? Because a lot of you are concerned, a lot of you are texting me and saying, we're careful of dominance, this is going to be a Bitcoin only run. Let's talk about it today on the show. Let's also talk about our favorite altcoins. We are going to talk about our favorite altcoins. There's a lot of news around alts. And I'm going to show you again data to show you why altcoins may be a good time to be buying altcoins. Actually, that's why we made that thumbnail over there. Then before we go, two things today. The first thing is, I'm going to show you how you can win the Bitcoin because it is finally live. You can actually finally make your predictions. And if you make a prediction, you can actually win a full Bitcoin. And then lastly, before, before the end of the, of the show, I think we have to spend a few seconds, not more than a few seconds, talking about what I think is the most distasteful, craziest tweet that I've ever seen on Twitter. Well, not ever, but certainly I've seen some bad shit on Twitter. This was amongst the worst shit that I've ever seen on Twitter. So we've got a lot to talk about today uh, in, in the happy days, because it's like pumping and happy days. Let's go, guys. Let's do this. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That tweet that I'm, the tweet that we're going to talk about is by far, by far, by far the most tasteless tweet that I've ever seen since I, since I joined Twitter. I mean, I've seen some bad shit on Twitter, but I haven't seen anything like that. We're going to talk about that tweet later. Um, well, let's do this, guys. Welcome back. Let's see who's here, who's not. Someone says Ben Armstrong is an idiot. I didn't say it. Uh, if you're here, let me know in the comments that you're present. Peace, no war. Gabby the DJ, and I see you. Dr. Crypto, I see you. Aiden Valentine, I see you. Kiki Cat, I see you. Luke Sniper, I see you. I see all the regulars here. I see you guys all bringing your friends. Uh, we've got a big show today. Uh, I'm quite excited to show you guys how to win a Bitcoin. We Josh pulled it off in 48 hours. So in 48 hours, we've got our website working. We're going to show you guys how to win that Bitcoin. Uh, I'm going to show you what happened yesterday, the glitch in our little pump, because we are actually charging ahead. We are charging ahead 34,500. You can't even keep up 34,570. Look at Rune, $2.24. Uh, we got to talk about that. We've got to talk about a lot of the altcoins. Um, so yeah, we've got a big show today. Um, 
talk about altcoins, talk about why we're getting some more steam in the altcoins engines, talk about some indicators that show that we're going to 40,000 by the end of this month. You let me know in the comments if you think I'm right or not right. Uh, so lots to do today, lots to do today. So listen, if you're not already subscribed, then I need to ask you a question. Where the hell have you been? Subscribe to this channel, subscribe to Banter Plus. Sheldon's bringing you amazing content this week on Banter Plus. Uh, I'm bringing you amazing content here on Banter. Dylan's going to be on Banter Plus after Sheldon. There's lots happening, lots happening here uh, on, on Banter. Um, if you are here, let's smash the like button. If we get to 1,500 likes by the end of this stream, and only if we get to 1,500 likes by the end of the stream, I will show you how you can actually win a full Bitcoin. It is live. You can all win a full Bitcoin. It's simple. Very, very, very simple. I'll show you in a second how to do that. So I'll show you in a few seconds how to do it. Let's get to 1,500 likes. Let's obliterate the like button. Let's show the, the YouTube algorithm exactly what this banter fam is made of. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Is my music working? Okay, I see the, there's not much music. Okay, there we go. There, now my music's working. Amazing. It was, it was me. I pressed the wrong button. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's look at what happened yesterday. I guarantee you that what happened yesterday is something that could only happen in crypto. Like in TradFi, there, nothing like what happened yesterday could ever happen in, in, in TradFi. Now, I, I want to show you what I mean. So first of all, let's look at the charts from yesterday. This is the chart from yesterday. I've broken it down onto the one hour chart because it just gives you an idea of what happened. We were cruising along very beautifully around $35,000. All of a sudden, we went down all the way to 33,239. It was a couple of minutes after my show that this happened. We did the show. We did Twitter Spaces. After Twitter Spaces, we disconnected Twitter Spaces. Everybody leaves. Everybody's happy. There's a Bitcoin pump. All of a sudden, everything collapses. We start going down. The market starts going down. And the big question is why? It all happened because of this of this website over here. So maybe we should just quickly examine what actually started this pump. So allegedly, 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 what started this pump is this tweet over here. So if you look at Eric Baltunas's tweet, he's the ETF analyst at Bloomberg. Uh, on October 23rd, he identified that there is a ticker symbol called IBTC on the DTC, the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation site, which clears for the NASDAQ trades. So he identified the fact that there was an IBTC shares and the whole of crypto Twitter identified that as the fact that now Bitcoin, uh, uh, the BlackRock ETF, um, spot Bitcoin ETF is actually going to be approved and that BlackRock is preparing and that is what happened. So everything was based on this site over here, which is the DTCC site. And you can see that here, what they have is they have all the tickers of all the exchange traded funds because they are the clearinghouse for all the funds and someone identified the IBTC the IBTC logo the IBTC ticker then what happened yesterday is that someone went back to the DTCC site and the IBTC ticker was gone okay i mean just that's it it was gone and so what happened is we started getting all the the crypto related uh, crypto Twitter related FUD. Of course, the first FUD, well, why says just in IBTC, BlackRock spot Bitcoin ETF ticker has also just been removed from the Bloomberg terminal. So it was removed from the site and it was removed from the Bloomberg terminal. 
We saw a lot of these happening. Wait, with today's update, now the iShares Bitcoin Trust IBTC is gone from the DTCC's list. Copy Eric Baltrunas, copy J- J- uh, J- uh, James Seifert, both the analysts at Bloomberg. And what happens? James Seifert says, haha, I'm guessing the SEC made a call to BlackRock. Maybe they were being too, too overzealous. So what did crypto Twitter do? Crypto Twitter decided to all at once, at the same time, all go to the DTCC's website and see what the hell is going on. What was the result of that? Probably for the first time in years, the DTCC's website, which has probably never been visited ever. Like it's probably one of those sites that gets as many views as like, I don't know, like a a normal website. And all of a sudden, you can imagine every single person in crypto Twitter discovered the name DTCC, okay? They all went and learned that DTCC, in fact, most of them don't even know that DTCC stands for Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation. And everybody all at once, all went to their website, completely obliterating and destroying the website. That's exactly, I kid you not that that is what actually happened yesterday. I kid you not. This is a good thing and a bad thing. Can you imagine that you were one of these TradFi people? Okay, so imagine that you've been working in TradFi. You haven't really been a crypto person. You've never been on crypto Twitter, but you have been selling financial products. Just think about like the psyche of this. All of a sudden, these retards, degen retards, who are completely obsessed with an asset class, because never in the history of, of, of assets do I believe that people have been obsessed by an asset class. Like I've never heard anyone get so excited about shares. Like no one says like, oh my goodness, I'm so passionate about shares. I want, uh, shares are going to change the world forever or ETFs or whatever else. But then the traditional, the traditional Twitter guys, the traditional Twitter guys, the, the traditional finance guys got descended on, descended on by this swarm of bees like they've never been descended on before. And what did we do? We completely, completely, completely crashed their website. Anyway, long story short, the DTTC spokesperson afterwards said that the BlackRock ETF ticker symbol has actually been there since August. Yeah, you read that correctly. This whole pump started because some genius realized that IBTC ticker is actually being updated on the DTCC's website. But the spokesperson says that it's actually been there since August. So it's been there since August. None of us noticed because none of us ever went to DTCC's website. And finally, in October, somebody noticed this. And today, we are in a position where we landed up crashing the website, creating a dip for ourselves, shaking out the weak hands, and replacing them with probably stronger hands. So Travis Klinger, I think, summarized this correctly. He said, just to make sure I'm tracking The market thought BlackRock's IBTC was listed on the DTCC website yesterday, price spike and blew up a bunch of derivatives. IBTC's listing magically disappears today, then reappears a few hours later. Then it turns out IBTC had been on the DTC's website since August. Did I get that right? Yes, Travis, you got that right. And I promise you, if you are a little bit confused about how this happens, well, it can only happen in crypto. It, I don't think in the history of traditional finance, anything even remotely similar, remotely similar has ever happened before. Now, as I said, it's a good thing because if you're in TradFi and you realize that there's a bunch of retard DGNs that are so passionate about this product, 
Never in the history of an ETF have people been so passionate about an ETF. You can imagine the pent-up demand that these financial advisors are going to have when this thing launches. They're going to go to their clients and they're going to say to their clients, listen, this Bitcoin thing, this Bitcoin thing, we've never seen anything like it. It's not like a share. It's not even like GameStop or Bed Bath & Beyond. This is like another level of degenerates. And I think just because of that level of degenerates, you need to have some exposure to this asset class. You can't be caught with your pants down. That's what Larry Fink said when he launched the Bitcoin ETF. He said, like, he's never seen an asset with so much pent-up demand because there's never been an asset class where people have been so passionate about it and created their own, um, their own crypto genre. Like, we are crypto Twitter. It's never happened before in the history of asset classes. So yesterday we saw this. Um, Guys, don't worry. Everything's fine. Today, everything's fine. I assure you, everything's fine. I've been to the DTCC's website. You don't have to go there. Don't crash their website. They're very upset about us crashing their website yesterday. I've been here. All of the, the, the tickers are here, including ARKY. Can you see that one there? there we, let me just make it a bit easier for you guys. There it is. ARKY. This, by the way, is the ARK Active Bitcoin, Bitcoin ETF. You see? So not everybody actually has their own, uh, um, their own um, ticker symbols. All the ticker symbols are there. I've checked them all. IBTC's there, uh, ARC's there. Everyone's there. Everyone's prepared. The reality is, though, that this means nothing. This whole pump was caused by these ticker symbols, which actually, actually, actually mean nothing. Okay, so why do they mean nothing? I want to show you why they mean nothing. Um, hold on. I have to find the tweet here, which I saw, which kind of explain why this means nothing. The tweet was from, from Eleanor Tennant, and she said, this is just actually part of the preparation that we all do. And Gabor Gobax, now this guy is from Vanek. Okay, he led the digital, um, I think he's still there, and I still, yeah, I think he, he okay, he was at Vanek, and he led the digital um, transformation for Vanek, and they were going to launch the first Bitcoin uh, thing. He says, look, if you got bearish because the BlackRock iShares ETF ticker was, was on, um, was on the site yesterday, but not today. You're not going to make it. Clearly, institutions are serious about the Bitcoin ETFs. The largest and most skilled of Titans industry are working on making the spot ETF happen. Issuers can purchase ISINs and QSIP symbols early and register with the DTCC. Usually, issuers register symbols early with the service providers, but no one can register, but one can register symbols early without being approved. The Bitcoin ETF is a sensitive topic. So my guess is the, the SEC gave... BlackRock a call to hold their horses on the matter. Really nothing to it. The media tends to take things out of context. Every, every filing and operational detail to create a story. There is no story. Things are chugging along, arguably letting increased momentum. Discussions are happening. Questions are answered. Problems are being solved. To me, it's all directionally good and the right type of, um, the right type of industry and regulatory collaboration. And that's exactly what it is. So the whole pump got started because we just reacted to something that's actually been there since August. This thing is completely, completely, completely par for the course. What this just shows is how much pent-up demand is there is for Bitcoin. The other thing which I tweeted yesterday, I said, guys, now that we have BlackRock here, you need to accept that you're going to get a lot of manipulation. These guys have friends in high places. These guys can switch on, switch on and off websites wherever they want, whenever they want. These guys can manipulate the media. These guys probably own half the media. They're probably the biggest shareholders in probably every media organization in the world. If they're going to come into our game, 
and they're going to bring money into our industry, we need to accept that when they come here, they bring with them their shenanigans. They bring with them their market manipulation. These guys are the experts. These guys have been doing this crypto, manipulating a small e-liquid crypto market is kid stuff for these guys. These guys have manipulated oil markets. These guys have manipulated gold markets. You worry about their ability to, to, to manipulate our little tiny market, which is a $1.1 trillion market cap? Get ready, guys, because you need to accept that we're going to get a lot more of this kind of market manipulation now that these guys are actually here. I mean, it could have been as simple as leak the ticker, liquidate the shorts, get them hyped, remove the ticker, liquidate the longs, get them all to reshort, load up again, pump it again. Nothing personal, kid. That's what these guys do. These guys are smart. What we must take out of it, though, is that the dip was actually really quickly bought. Okay, The dip was bought very, 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 very fast. And that is the main thing here. The main thing to notice is here that there is a lot of pent-up demand. And I said yesterday after this, I said, guys, please tell me you're buying this dip or that you bought this dip because it's too easy. You can see. You can see that right now the direction is up. The momentum is up. Right now, dips are for buying. That's what it is. And when I saw the dip yesterday, I was too slow on the draw, to be honest. By the time I tried to buy, I had a, I had a shopping list. By the time I got to actually executing my shopping list, too late. The price had already gone up again. This dip was bought back um, too aggressively. Too aggressively. That, that's exactly what happens. Anyway, James, can we get some air conditioning here? Do you, do you believe that, or is this a test to see if you can suffocate the host? It's 20, 20, 20, 30 degrees in here. Anyway, look, listen, let, let's get to where we are now because I think that's that's the, the, the most important thing. So where are we now? Where are we now? Everything is back on track. We are at 34,500. Everything is fine. The momentum is here. Bitcoin continues to go up. Dominance continues to go up. We're going to talk about dominance in a second. We are well on track for a very, very, very good October. I said 23%. It looks like my face is going to be melted. And maybe we're even going to get to 30, 35% up in October, which is absolutely unbelievable. We're getting our slots back on CNBC. So CNBC and mainstream media, all of a sudden from not talking about Bitcoin for a long period of time, and maybe only talking really badly about Bitcoin for a very, very, very long period of time throughout the bear market and saying that this asset is out of favor and probably ain't going to work. Guys, we got our time in the sun back. Everything's fine. Can we make it louder, guys? Up more than 100% so far this year. Could be Bitcoin ETF hopes. Dom, it could even be Tom Emmer, who is actually seen as crypto supportive if he becomes... House uh, Speaker, we'll see. That's a big if. Stocks in the crypto universe like Coinbase seeing some pretty huge gains this week. And, and it's not just that. If you take a look at the way Bitcoin is traded, there's, there's always been this case to be made that it's always trading on technicals, the chart patterns, kind of the, the historical it's amazing ways. amazing how they're so interested in All crypto. All of a sudden, now. you're interjecting what might be fundamental catalysts, right? Regulatory type situations, legal situations, flows into Totally. mutual funds and that sort of thing. So it's something to keep an eye on. Absolutely. Yeah, now they're all talking but, about us. It wasn't anything before. Just before we, the show started, I heard this on CNBC. This, yes. Andrew. But I also understand where... Prepare. I know, I know. Prepare for the halving. The halving is coming. What now they're all talking about the halving. They're all talking about that. Uh, investing.com. Bitcoin source 13% to 35,000. Is crypto back? No, crypto never went anywhere. Crypto's been here all the time. 
they're asking if cryptos come back. The sentiment is back. The fear and greed index at 72. We're back in, we're, we're back actually in greed. Here we go. You can have a look at that over here for, for yourself. Um, it just feels like everything is, is changing. I, I saw this. I went to Google just before the show. I pulled the, the Bitcoin searches for the last year. We had down, 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 lower lows, lower lows. First time we've actually made a higher high on this chart. There we go. There we go. You can see first time we got a, a higher high on the chart worldwide. Let's actually add in a thing. Let's see alt. Let's see altcoins. Altcoins. Let's quickly do that. Search term altcoins. Let's see if we're getting the same thing. Okay. Altcoins is still on the downward trend, but now people are coming back into Bitcoin. Also, we're seeing an uptick in exchange volume. You can see that since June, June went down, July went down, August went down, September, no one was here, everybody left, all the tourists left. October, we're not even finished October, October's already bigger than September. Already, we're starting to get up into high high. Jane Smith says tourists. I know they're tourists. Uh, I know you guys also aren't the tourists. I know that you guys also aren't the tourists. You guys have been here the whole time. There's your seven-day exchange volume, seven-day moving average exchange volume. Guess what? from being on a complete downtrend. If this was a chart, Sheldon would draw a line going all the way down and bang, we would break trend over there. Um, the main thing is, the main thing is, and this is one of the indicators that, that I think we need to, to, to talk about because this indicator kind of shows that maybe this is just the beginning of a bull market. This is not the end of a bull market. This is not a fake pump. This is the beginning of a bull pump. And how do I know this? Because if you look at the thumbnail, I genuinely did get... My wife asked me yesterday if I can buy Bitcoin for her. And my mom said to me, asked me today if, if it's time to buy altcoins. That's what she said. When that happens, I know that that's an indicator that things are starting to move. But the reality is most people today don't know that Bitcoin is pumping. This guy says, my dad doesn't know Bitcoin's pumping. My mom doesn't know Bitcoin's pumping. My friends don't know that Bitcoin's pumping. My girlfriend doesn't know Bitcoin's pumping. My gym buds don't know that Bitcoin's pumping. None of them have any idea about the ETF. The reality is we're very, 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 very early in this bull run. It's not the, it's not the end. It's the, be it's the beginning of a bull run. And that brings me to this tweet over here where this guy says nothing he said, not the, um, not the all-time high yet. When it's crossed completely, then the bull run actually begins. And he's basically saying, look, the bull run actually only begins when we break the all-time high. I'm reminding you that we're actually still 50% away from the Bitcoin all-time high. So yes, we are 100% up from the low, which we spoke about yesterday. But let's go on to the, on to the daily. If you take where we're at relative to the previous all-time high and you make an assumption we are 50% away from the, from the we're 49.8% away from the all-time high. And then you've got to make an assumption that, you know, if we are in an upward pattern, then we're going to start making higher highs. And that means that we have to actually beat the all-time high. So what am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say that this is the beginning of the bull market. I'm saying that if you survive the last bear market, you survive the last bear market in, in the longest bear market in Bitcoin history, the most brutal bear market in Bitcoin history. You're here now, you're in the beginning of the bull market and you've got a long, long, long way to go. At least if you, at least if you follow, um, if you follow um, my thesis. Um, let's talk about the short term because we are in a very interesting place when it comes to the short term. We need to talk about where we are short term. Long term, of course, we believe that we're in the beginning of, of this bull market over here. But let's talk about the short term. Let's talk about where we are now, because where, where, where are we now? Let's actually look where we are now. We have Bitcoin right now 
forming this, what they call a, bu- a bullish pennant, okay? So Sheldon spoke about this, I think, earlier on his show today. It's this little thing over here. Okay, I'm drawing it on the four hour. I should probably go into like an, a one hour, but you've got a little bullish pennant. Now, if this actually does work out to be a bullish pennant, what you can then go, go you know, let me actually make it very simple for you. It's so simple. You go to Google and you say, look here, you go to Google and you say, bullish pennant, bang. And what it shows you is it shows you very, very, very simple. It shows you, it's like, it's like being in grade one, okay? It shows you that you have a flagpole, you have the pennant, and then you have a breakout. And you know what, what, what this actually says? It says that the, the breakout can actually be as long as the flagpole. So if we go to the flagpole and we say, all right, well, look, you know, let, let's call this our flagpole over here. And that flagpole over here was, well, let's say, where do they define the flagpole until, okay, the, until the top? Okay, so let's go here and go to Google and say, where is our flagpole? How long is our flagpole? Our flagpole is, you could probably say, from here to about here. That's $5,250. If you take where we're at today and we break out and this actually is a bullish pennant, add $5,000 to that, you're getting to 40000 And if you take the time frames into account, this needs to break out pretty soon. That means that if we do get the breakout on the upward side, a $40,000 a $40, Bitcoin, but before the end of the month, is actually a... a um, a, a, a real possibility. Now, I didn't believe this because you know me, I'm very skeptical about the charts. And so I went to Sheldon before the show. I said to him, just walk, walk me through this, this bullish pennant thing that you, that you speak so highly of. And he said, yeah, you're right. If, if it does break up and we do get another flagpole, we can actually go the one flagpole will equal the other flagpole. And then we're going to go up to, um, we're going to go up to this, uh, to, to 40,000, possibly, possibly, possibly before the end of October, which is a couple of days away. So it is possible. It is possible. Right now, though, right now, where are we now? Where are we now? So, first of all, in the short term, the four-hour four RSI is very high. You can see that over there. And so we're getting a little bit of consolidation. RSIs are too high. Consolidation, consolidation area coming into here. Let's, we can just get some, let's get an RSI going here so we can actually see the RSI. Um, Okay, it'll, it'll load up in a second, I'm sure. Okay, so we, we are getting a little bit of consolidation. What is that consolidation? The consolidation is actually very, very, very simple. It is the short-term holders, the tourists, who came here, made money, and then sold. And they sold their tokens again to the long-term holders. Now, even zoomed in right down into, like, where are we right now? And it just looks like the short-term holders came dumped their tokens, and moved on. It says pressure from the short-term holders to sell is easing. It's hardly a shock. If the market surges from 26.5 to 34, just on whispers of ETF acceptance, then post-approval, we can anticipate a parabolic increase. But in the meantime, the tourists who are here are going to keep taking profits. And you can see that. Transfers, transfer volume to sh- from short-term holders to exchanges, and you can see the transfer volume actually went up. So what is this consolidation? This is not the long-term holders actually selling. This is the short-term holders who came here, got a bit of a, a free ride, you know, went up the mountain, got a little bit of a ride, and then said, okay, you know what, we're out. We've made a little bit of money. We're short-term holders. We're not actually these people over here. We're not the black line over here. We're the orange line. We want out, um, and we, we're happy to take some of our profits along the way. So that's where we are right now. I do want to remind you of something. About how long ago was that 
when we had the death cross? Do you remember? When, guys, tell me in the chat, when did we have that death cross? Do you remember that death cross where everyone said it's like this is the end? This is like the end of the world. The death cross is here. We're going to go down from 20 to, to, to 15,000 and whatever else. I just want to remind you that the next time the naysayers talk about the death cross, we should just remind them that, for, that since the death cross, since the day that we had the death cross, which wasn't so long ago, it was uh, in August. No, it was later than August. It was September. We are up 60%. Yeah, you heard that correctly. We up 60% since the death cross. So much for this death cross meaning the end of the world. We are up 60% since this death cross. Do I have the death cross on my thing? Yeah, I don't think I do. Okay, no, not to worry. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll look at it. But anyway, we're up 60% since the death cross. So again, you've got to be careful who you follow. When, we, when the death cross came, we said to you, we don't think that it's, it's a big indicator. We don't think it's, that, that you're going to go too far down from here. Um, but a lot of people said they were. And that's, that is the importance of picking your fighter. Because a lot of people are still not convinced about this Bitcoin pump. A lot of people are still naysayers in this Bitcoin pump. Capo capitulated yesterday. We spoke about that semi-capitulation. Peter Schiff says, all of you Bitcoin hodlers making fun of my posts should be selling your Bitcoin. Instead, you can always buy it back cheaper if you really want to. I mean, he'll never change his views. We should stop trying to change his views. Then you got this. I think this is the best, the best post I've seen in a long time. Let's quickly watch it together. This is good. This is really, really good. Let me know what you want. And if you like it, smash Bitcoin the like will button. Tap $10,000 from its high of 65000 because that's okay. what it normally does. It drops 85% see Bitcoin fall approximately 45 more percent from approximately that, you know, breakdown level around 18,000 and change. To me, that gives me a target just below 10,000. And I really do think that we will see $10,000 Bitcoin. I really, really do. When hasn't Bitcoin done an 85% drop? It always does. It always has. Why would it stop? I've, my price calls are amazing. I make very, very few of them. And that's it's a lot easier to get it right. When there gap all the way over here that happened. And this one happened back in July 24th of 2020 during DeFi summer. This gap, I do believe, will be filled. And I also do think that it will be filled when we do hit 10K. I personally believe that Bitcoin will hit 10K. Uh, my, my honest personal feeling is that we're going to probably see uh, four digits Bitcoin. Um, the reason being is that there are disappointing so from Ben. That's disappointing. Uh, FTX is a ripple effect of Luna, where Alameda lost a bunch of money and now they're collapsing. Potentially bring Bitcoin even lower, maybe around $10,000. it off, that's when an investor like myself starts to inch in. I also think you look for technical levels like the Pierce of 10,000 to the 9,000 target. Think about how many stops will be right at that 10,000 level that'll get wiped okay, out. Okay, so I think long story short, let's just agree that we're not getting 10,000. Still, people are still saying, look, we're going to go down before we pump again. Just pick your fighter. Pick your pick your your uh, thing. I mean, John Deaton says, and I don't think we should fo fo uh, follow what he says. He says, it's true. There, there's a simple business model at play. Inside is a BlackRock buy now. ETF is approved within five months. BlackRock's ETF sales force comes out aggressive and pushes customers to buy, while at the same time warning that BTC could drop 30 to 50%. It's a long-term play. As Bitcoin, those insiders sell, making fortune, and the market crashes. Bullshit. Market's not crashing. We're in a bull market. We're going all the way up. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. We are in a bull market. We are actually going all the way up. And this bull market, super, super, super interesting because it's coming on the back of like a very bad stock market. So if you look at the S&P, look at the S&P. You have the S&P here, 
uh, going down for five, one, two, three, four, five days in a row. We had one green day yesterday. We got a red day today. So you got this Bitcoin pump coming at a time when the stock market's not doing very well, not doing well. Although the economy is actually doing well. So the, the market's not performing well, but we had earnings. We had Microsoft earnings. They beat their earnings. We had Google earnings. They beat their earnings. We had Visa earnings. They beat their earnings. Visa's good because it tells you how people are spending. And it looks like people are still spending. Uh, Snapchat earnings, they beat their earnings. So right now, looks like there's going to be no interest rate increase next week when the Fed meet. Uh, in fact, there's a 0.8% chance of a decrease. I don't know. You decide. You decide. Guys, we're not doing well when it comes to likes. For 3,400 people, we're not doing very well. We're not doing very well. Uh, and I do want to start giving away Bitcoin today. So that's how it's going to work. So we are going to talk about alts now. While we are talking about alts, obliterate the like button. Let's go. Someone says, uh, why is Ron dressed like the man from Del Monte? Um, I just decided to start wearing jackets and just, uh, I don't know, just felt like, like, like wearing jackets. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think. Um, let's talk about altcoins. Let's quickly go to our altcoins. Uh, here it is. That's, that's where the altcoins are. The little, the little frog is uh, starting to move. Pepe had an, let's quickly just look at the Pepe chart. Because I know Fred's been, Fred's been euphoric the whole day because he just trades Pepe. He's got a strategy. Okay, I understand why he's so excited. Pepe's up 100% in the last couple of days. Unbelievable. Pepe is up 100% in the last couple of days. Um, Hex up another 11%. Let's quickly go to the hourly. Uh, Radix just turned 5% in the last hour. Immutable just turned. Hex just turned. Pulsex just turned in the last hour. Okay. Uh, you got the Bitcoin dominance. The Bitcoin dominance is ripping. In fact, we haven't been here for two years on the Bitcoin dominance. And the question is, is this exciting or is this a negative thing? A lot of people are asking me about this Bitcoin dominance. Is this only going to be Bitcoin? Is this going to be altcoins? Are altcoins ever going to happen? The answer is very simple. In the beginning of a cycle, this is exactly what you want. And I don't really mind if Bitcoin dominance continues to go up as long as it's because the price of Bitcoin is moving up. Because Bitcoin is so big that a 1% drop in dominance gives you such a huge pump in the alts that it's like a 1% drop in dominance gives you an incredible pump in the alts, a huge, huge, huge pump in the alts. So for the beginning of the cycle, I actually uh, um, agree with Elio here, well, with a lot of people. Altcoin season starts when Bitcoin dominance tops at 60%. If Bitcoin dominance is going to get to 60%, um, and, it's gonna, and my alts are going to move up at this pace, no, no, not at that pace. At this pace, at this pace, whilst the dominance is going up. So look, that's, that's the altcoins in the last week when the dominance got up to 4 to 54%, okay? If dominance is going to go up to 54%, but my altcoins are going to go up 48% in a week, 155% in a week, 80% in a week, 41.2% in a week, 33.18% in a week, I'm all for it. Keep it coming. And that's exactly what Elio actually said. And I think he's 100% right. Some people are saying me and Elio have got a love affair because he made a video yesterday. He quoted my tweet. I made a video today. I'm quoting his tweet. So people are like, you know, what's going on with you and Elio? He says, seeing alt BTC charts getting murdered is exactly what you want to see in the beginning of a long as fuck bull run. Altcoins pump the hardest at the end of a cycle. You don't want to see that shit at the beginning of a cycle. That would be bearish. He's 100% right. If we are going to do this, if we are going into, let me just try and find, if we are doing this, we want, we want Bitcoin to go up first 
And then we want the liquidity to be transferred into altcoins. And the more liquid, one billion move from Bitcoin into altcoins will give you guys a, f a, a pump that will absolutely melt your faces. That's the, that's the part that you guys are going to try and understand here. Um, so um, this guy says, the altcoin indicator is ready for the upside move. There's nothing you can do about it. Altcoin big move is coming. It's just a matter of time. And I agree. It's just a matter of time. Sit back, chill, relax. What we see now is we're seeing something quite amazing happening in the altcoins. A lot of the altcoins have been working really, really, really hard in the bear market. And what happened is they said, look, there's no point releasing in the bear market. What are we going to do? We're going to put our heads down and we've actually got to be working on the protocols, the, 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 the roadmaps and stuff like that. In the bull market, what we're going to do is we're going to start releasing all the announcements and start releasing all the news. And what that's going to do is it's actually going to fuel the altcoin market. You'll agree with me that if altcoins were going to launch news and they launched their news a month ago, no matter how big the news was, the, that news could not, could not fuel the altcoin rally. Nothing you could do was going to move the market a month ago. Do you remember that? We kept saying, we're so bored. No matter what news comes out, nothing happens. The smart altcoins delayed their announcements. And what you're all of a sudden seeing is you're seeing a scenario where all of a sudden every coin has, has big news. Excuse me, it's uh, sparkling water. Um, every altcoin has amazing news all of a sudden. That's not a coincidence. They've been holding their announcements back for some rally in the market so that we can continue to go to, for, for the pump. And now what we're getting is we're getting all the announcements. Surprise, surprise. The Phantom FVM, Phantom is announced to launch, uh, uh, is thrilled to announce the launch of their Phantom Sonic testnet environment. They're announcing a testnet environment. Just, just like, I mean, let's just put it into perspective. Three main upgrades, Phantom Virtual Machine, Common Database, and Optimize, whatever. What are they doing? They're announcing into the momentum. Why are they announcing into the momentum? Let me show you why they're announcing into the momentum. Because when you announce into momentum, you get green dildos. It's just the way it works. It's just the way it works. Let me show you another one. Let me show you another one. Um, you've got Phantom. You've got DYDX. Finally here, DYDX Chain V1. DYDX released their new Cosmos Chain. Remember, a long time ago, they migrated from ETH to Cosmos. So let's go to DYDX and let's click on DYDX. Boom. There's your candle. There's your reward for releasing news in, in a good market versus a bear market. And, and, and again, the one feeds the other one, feeds the other one, feeds the other one. And this is exactly where we're at. This is where we're at when it, when it actually comes to the charts. Let's see. Are there any other ones that have, um, by the way, DYDX, you can see that their developer community is amazing. They've been working, working, working and doing a lot of uh, commits to the GitHub and stuff like that. Chainlink. Chainlink has been um, amazing. Let me know in the, in the, in the chat if you hold any Chainlink. Um, yeah, before going on, uh, you know, it's been many, many years. that we've You know, I love, I love, I love Sergey, but I do think he only has one shirt. I don't think I've ever seen him wear anything else but that shirt. Actually, once I saw him wear a suit. Get on this. Um, well over three years. I love him. He's and so good. But one really thoughtful people that have helped us do it. Um, Let's, and I'm, I'm really, googling really grateful to see to all of them and to all the engineers who spent many, many late nights getting this out to meet the timeline to launch making here, an announcement um, at ECC. So before I even go on, I just want to say thank you to everybody and especially to our uh, early adopters of the system. 
and the people that have helped us build it. With so you see, feedback. I googled, and I googled, just so you can see much. while he's I talking. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So they made an announcement. They made an announcement. I just googled his name, and it seems that the only pictures that he, the only photos that he has is wearing the same shirt. It's unbelievable. He's 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 genuinely wearing the same. Look, look. I think I'm onto something. I think the guy really only has one shirt. No, I mean this is freaky. The guy only has one one shirt. Look, every Google search is oh, he's wearing a different shirt over there. But otherwise, every Google search, the guy's wearing the same shirt. Anyway, we love him. They, they're also making announcements, feeding the bull, feeding the frenzy. Feeding, Injective made their announcement introducing Injective Nexus, Injective's official data integration and availability on Google Cloud. They finally done it. And what did that do to their price? You've, I mean, you've seen Injective in the last couple of days. I think it was at 11 bucks the last time, 11.50 the last time. I said 12.30, holy shit, look at the Injective. Holy, holy, holy shit. Um... Couple of other things, small things before we get to to the, uh, another big story. Um, one is the FTX liquidator is actually starting to move coins as we speak. Also very smart. Waiting, wait for the pump. Tell us that they that they're staking a whole lot of Solana, and then quickly move 158,000 Solana to an exchange, Kraken, and a whole lot of other exchanges, so that you can actually start selling them. So they are going to be selling, and there's going to be some sell pressure, and that's cool. Let them sell into strength. And 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 that's cool. We, we're very happy with it. They also sold ETH, uh, Maker, Ave, Link. Um, they moved to Binance and Coinbase in the past five hours. So they are, they are starting to sell. They're also looking to restart the exchange. I think they're quite serious about actually restarting this exchange. I'm, I'm really, really, really interested to know if, and let's do a poll. Let's do a poll, Josh. If they restarted the FTX exchange and they told you that it was under new management, like let's say they said, for example, um, Jamie Dimon is now... Uh, launching the new exchange. Would you actually put your money on the exchange? Would you actually trade on FTX? I'm, I'm asking. I'm not asking facetiously. I'm asking you seriously. Would you actually? Would you actually trade if 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 they launched FTX 2.0? Because they seem to be quite serious about it. They seem to be quite serious about it. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if people if people um, would would continue to trade. Um, so they're looking to restart that exchange. Then you've got the other thing that you've got is you've got. Um, uh, BlockFi, BlockFi, BlockFi is um, uh, potentially coming out of liquidation. You know why? Because the price has moved up, and the price has moved up because the price has moved up. It actually make, made them solvent again. And so, I mean, ironically, I read this article today that says BlockFi's piece announced that the bankruptcy plan, Plan B, is effective, and the company has emerged from bankruptcy. So, I mean, the market recovered, and they're not bankrupt anymore. True, true story. True, true story. True story. Anyway, I want to talk about. A few things. Before I talk about a few things, I did say if we get to 1,500 likes, I'd show you guys how you can win your very own Bitcoin. I told you guys, all you need to do is so simple, so simple. All you have to do is you have to um, predict the price of Bitcoin on the 1st of the 1st, 2024 at 0.00001 and the price will be the Coinbase price. And if you can predict the price of Bitcoin and you are the closest prediction to the price of Bitcoin, you are going to stand. You are going to win a half a Bitcoin. If you want the other half of the Bitcoin, you have to trade at least ten times in your account. So here's how it works: you go to if you have to have an exchange account on a crypto banter link. Okay, if I don't, you can, I, I, I don't mind which link. Mine, Ryan, Sheldon, no one cares. Just get yourself an exchange account on the crypto banter link. Um, hold on. There, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's do that. Okay, so. 
There is, you can get one here, you can get one, uh, um, uh, BitGet, Bybit, CoinW, OKX, I don't really care which, which exchange you go to. Go to Banter Bubbles, okay? When you are on Banter Bubbles, go to the Bitcoin bubble. In the Bitcoin bubble, there's a new tab that says, win a Bitcoin. And you can see here that what's happening here is you've got the price of Bitcoin right now on Coinbase. It says, win a full Bitcoin, predict the price of Bitcoin on 1-1-2024 at 0001 EST on Coinbase and win. If you don't have an exchange account, sign up with any of the exchange accounts over here. If you do have an exchange account, just press ready. Okay, put in your prediction. So let's say your prediction is 55,100, but also put like 0.25 because if somebody gets closer than you, then you're going to lose. Then pick your exchange where you have an account and then pick your, your, your user ID. So I know I'm 188. Okay. And submit your prediction. When you submit your prediction, it'll automatically go into the, the newsfeed. You can see the latest predictions live. And what we'll do is on the 1st of the 1st, 2024, at 0001, if you are the best prediction, then you win. Now, how, how, how does this work? For every exchange account that you have, you get five predictions, but no more than one prediction a week. So now I can't go on that same exchange account and have a prediction. I have to open a second exchange account if I want to make four predictions. You can make predictions until the 10th of December. After the 10th of December, your predictions are null and void. And because we don't want to make people making predictions one minute before the end. So if you want to do it, that's the easiest way to win a Bitcoin. Go to Banter Bubbles. Again, I'm going to show you for the, for the slower people in the class how to do this. You go to Banter Bubbles. We will improve the website. This is day one. I mean, we just, you know, Josh got it up for us in, 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 in hours. You go to the Winner Bitcoin tab. You, you go open exchange account using any of the links below. Press the ready button to sign in. If your prediction is the closest, you will win. Bang. If you don't have an exchange account, you, you go here. And, okay, but I'm already, you see, I'm already signed in. So for me, it's, it's very different. But what you need to do is you need to open, you need to go and you need to open an exchange account. Um, you sign up or open an exchange account. Very, 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 very simple. All right, so that is how you win a Bitcoin. That's how you win a Bitcoin. Also, before we go into what I think is the most distasteful tweet, remember that this weekend is the Rugby World Cup final. I'm going to the Rugby World Cup final. If you want to take a bet on the Rugby World Cup final and you want to do it using crypto, then obviously just go to betswap.gg. You can use a crypto wallet. You don't have to, have a, you don't have to tell your wife that you're spending money on, on gambling because my wife would kill me if she knew that I was gambling. So you can do that. Cool, so that's that for, for, for that's the formalities. Let's quickly look at what I said was the... I think it's the worst tweet in tweet history. Do you guys agree? Scarecrow, Josh agrees. James, do you think it's the worst tweet in history? Yeah. It's definitely up there with the worst tweet, tweets in history. This is, this is, this is... So you know BitBoy was having an affair with Cassie. We all know BitBoy was having an affair with Cassie. Crazy. And then uh, he made his wife make that video with him where she said she's sticking by him and, and, and whatever else. And then we saw BitBoy get arrested while going to fetch his Lamborghini while Cassie was in the car. You remember that? Okay, so now BitBoy says this. He says, sometimes in life you make mistakes you can't undo. Sad to tell you all that Bethany and I are getting a divorce. She filed for divorce papers to me today. To get this out of the way so that there are no questions, yes, I am with the Duchess of DeFi, which is Cassie. 
Beth is an incredible, incredible, and she helped me build my business and supported me. She's a great mother and will be a good co-parent together. And I hope that we can stay close friends. I'm not proud of what led us here by any stretch of the imagination. I let my family down. And I'm sorry to Bethany and my kids over my mistake. Bethany and I grew apart as people as we were heading in opposite directions for a while. Marriage is very hard. People change over time. After 15 years, neither of us is the same person when we met. Going forward, I want my personal life to be less in the public, but ripping off the bandaid, here it, here it, blah, 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 blah. I just replied and I said, I feel truly relieved and truly sorry for Ben's wife. But I think more relieved. I don't know, more relieved or more sorry? I think more relieved, more relieved. Anyway, that is us for today. Remember to go to Banter Bubbles. I'm going to show you again, where do you go? You go to Banter Bubbles and you go into the Bitcoin bubble. We'll put a, a, a price prediction here. So you go to, I mean, don't waste your time. If you don't have a, a, an exchange account, then the problem is that it's just going to, you're wasting your time, guys. You're absolutely, absolutely wasting your time because you're not going to win. So just go open exchange account using any of our links. If you've already got one, go in. You're going to get five, five votes. If you don't, Click on these, on these sign-up links and, and, and open an exchange account. And bang, just like that, you can, win a very, you can win your very own Bitcoin. I want to give you guys a Bitcoin. I really do. Send you guys much love. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. Until then, trade well, my friends.